You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. It was a fast start for the Flames, but it got interesting late. However, LU found a way to get it done. We'll break down Jonathan Bennett's first ever career start and update you on some of those Flames injuries. Plus, it's a Commonwealth showdown. We'll tell you what Coach Freeze thinks about this ODU squad with a chance of rain in the forecast. The Flame Central podcast powered by Alcova Mortgage, and it starts now. Inside our Flame Central podcast, powered by Alcova Mortgage Studios. Right. Thank you guys for being here. Thank, thank you, you for, for being here. Thank, thank you for, for being picking back. Up, thank you, know. you for being here. I'll tell you, Joe, every week there was like mm-hmm. a little tear in his eye when he showed up. <laughs> Two he's weeks. Like, he's like, she's, she's, she's not back yet. Where's she at? Where's she at? <laughs> but then, even, can we say it? We you found out, even, I'm getting emotional. Matt, can <laughs> congratulations oh. to you. Engaged. If Came you back. The ring yeah, yes. with yeah, the for our bling, viewing audience, baby. you can see the ring. Yeah. We don't know who's throwing Engaging. the rocks for the flames, but I know yeah. who's wearing <laughs> the yeah, During your sideline hits, they had to iris the cameras way down because <laughs> oh, yeah. the, the, the your ring was blinding. Yeah, oh. whatever. They are hey. I missed hey. you guys so much. Yeah. He's special. He okay. <laughs> He's cute. <laughs> and you so guys are so lovely together. Thank you so much, Joe. I, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. Okay, so much to talk we about. Called Joe first to check, make sure he was okay with it before <laughs> yep. he popped the question. Yep. I want you to know. <laughs> All right, so the final score, <laughs> Liberty hosting Akron. Uh, <laughs> beat them 21 to 12. Man, I'm just like, you guys have completely taken me. Yeah. I need yeah. to get back on track yeah. here. Um, Flames get the victory 21 to 12, but it got a little interesting yeah. there late. Um first of all, let's get your overall one thought each on the game. Um, your takeaway. My Matt? biggest takeaway is Caden Salter needs to get help. Yeah. <laughs> That's my biggest takeaway. And the offense, Jonathan Minnett started pretty fast. You know, a couple of touchdown passes in the first half, but what the second half, things just went the wrong direction. In the third quarter, he was 3 of 10 passing through the interception. I felt like the running game, they were as successful as we thought they might be. Maybe they didn't go to it as much as I thought they would. They didn't lean on Day Day Hunter quite as much as I thought yeah. they would in this ballgame, but he was as good as we expected. And then last, I mean, this defense is who we thought they were. Like, they, yeah. they, they're they that they're that kind of a group, and even with Rocco Rahimi getting, you know, tossed in the second half. Like that didn't that didn't slow them down at all. Like the the D line did what we've seen. Second half, late in the ball game, took over. So a lot of things we thought we knew showed up in that game. Was confirmed, yeah. yeah. And now you just hope that going forward offensively, you can be a little more explosive. Yeah, I mean, I thought the consistency of the defense, like we, there hasn't been any really adversity over there like they they've been together they've been consistent they played with their hair on fire each and every week so like they've been able to build offensively they've faced a lot of adversity they yeah. lost charlie yeah. brewer four quarterbacks yeah, I mean, and exactly yeah. lost charlie brewer like caden salter almost takes the victory against wake forest you know now you got jonathan ben then you got nate hampton so there's been like yeah on the offensive side of the ball it's just much more difficult to be put in that situation when you face that type of adversity. The thing, if you had to say that stood out for me more than anything was after the Wake Forest loss, that's a tough loss. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're right there, $7,200. You get right down the wire and you end up losing the game, which is hard enough in itself to regroup right away and come back. But then on top of it, you also lost your quarterback. Yeah. 
And so for them to be able to figure out a way, that's one of those games. And, and I, I don't know about you guys, but when we interviewed the Akron coaches, after you got out of that interview with them, you felt as if like these guys have a plan. Mm -hmm. They've got some transfers. They got some players. The Michigan State, the Tennessee game were, were just horrible indicators of where their program was at. And I felt like from that out of that game, like, could they beat Liberty? Eh, probably not. But I they were going to give them the type of game that they did give them. They showed how competitive they were. And for Liberty to find a way to win that football game and to move forward, I think was very important to them. I think that just with the momentum on Akron's side, you know, late in the game too, really showed the grit of this Liberty team that we've seen time and time yeah. again. But this is one of those games that had the potential to go really bad for the Flames because – like you said, almost a 30-point favorite right. when the yeah. line came out. Yeah. Right. And then that I think that was because, you know, Salter, sure. they, they didn't know that he wasn't healthy enough to play. But I think that just with the fact that the Flames were able to pull this one out, it could have gotten them in a situation where it could have snowballed this, their season. And the fact that they pulled off the win, I think, was huge. Well, and I think what do you always say about good or great teams is even when you don't play at your best or even near your best, yeah. You find a way, right? right? It's like a, a pitcher without his best stuff, but you just grind your way through yeah. it and find a way. And that's basically what Liberty did in this ballgame. They leaned on their defense, leaned on the running game. They just found a way. And don't forget about special teams. They leaned on something. I mean, right. Aiden Alves right. had a heck of a game yeah. and 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 did some did a really good job pinning them down in there. Which goes to my first question for you guys, or I guess this would be my second question. Yeah, well, my who's first question. Who's yeah. Um in the fourth quarter, you know, they uh, Akron went for two. They failed at that two-point conversion. Barely. I am Barely. telling you. So on the sidelines. DJ Irons is still. To, he was adamant about walking it. walking by him on Adam. the Akron <laughs> campus, and he's like, I told you I got in. I'm telling you I went. Yeah. He yeah. went and, like, explained it to every single one of his teammates yeah. on the sidelines. I mean, his coaches. He was on the phone talking. He is, like, still sold on the fact that yeah. he got across that line. It but was was it was very close. Did they even review that? They did. They did. I'm pretty sure it. they did. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that was huge because yeah. the momentum was su such on Akron's side at that point. But the fact that they were able to um, make some big plays down the stretch in the fourth quarter, I want to know who your fourth quarter, not the game, but just the fourth quarter MVP was. Nate Hampton, who came in as Nate quarterback Hampton, late. Day-Day yeah. Hunter, who scored yeah. that last touchdown. Yeah. Um, Treshawn Clark, who made a monster sack that was very down, yeah. um, on that fourth down. Or a Alves. Alves, I don't know. You guys both are Alves, saying his yeah. name, Alves, um, his name differently. So you just said Alves. Alves, I'm sorry. Alves. It's Alves. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. So who yeah. is your fourth quarter MVP? It's For me, it's Day-Day. And, and I, think, I think Hampton, you know, you can give him credit for all he gave him a shot in the arm. But, I mean, he came in and handed it off three times in a row. And, and yeah. it was on the third one that Day-Day broke the 31-yard run yeah. that really got them in business, got them down, uh, was it around the 15-yard line or so. Yeah. And so, yeah, he, he's my guy. Because even before that, both he and Shredder Lewis, and we said on the broadcast late in the game, they're over five yards a carry, mm -hmm. both of them. But they just weren't kind of consistently getting the football. And on that drive, you bring in Hampton – and we thought, okay, are they, are they going to slam? Are they just going to let this kid just like, yeah. like go? And, and instead, no, three straight handoffs. You get one yard, you get five yard, bang, 31, and then you're set up to score. Yeah. And, and so for me, Day Day Hunter, really, for a second game in a row, showed you the kind of back he is. And, and that's, I mean, they didn't give Shedra a lot of carries. TJ Green, not back quite yet. 
Yep. They've had to lean on him, and he's Big had time. to be that good to good keep point. him. And did you know his birthday was on Friday? Was it really? Yeah. Uh, one day after his birthday, he, he sunk to him on the rushed air. for 18 yeah. times, 118 yards, one touchdown, and that, like like you said, that late insurance touchdown yeah. that yeah. was much needed yeah. um, for the Flames. Who's your fourth-quarter MVP? Well, if Matt's going to go with Day-Day Hunter, you know, I – I really thought about going with Nate Hampton just because of the spark he gave them, and then he ran the quarterback counter and, yeah. and he really got in there. But I'm going to go with Trayshawn Clark. I okay. think when the defense, when the defense really needed to step up between him and Darrell Johnson, and then the sack, the pressure, like that, they the defense basically said, "Hey, this is our game to win right now. We need we need to close this thing out." And Trayshawn Clark was the was the closer, and and I really feel as if the, the defense is the one who really won the football game, led by Trayshawn Clark. So I'm going to go with him. Honorable. Mention though for Aiden oh, yeah. because no he doubt. Pinned, pinned him at the one. He pinned him at the one late, and that that yeah. was huge. I, I think that was kind of the dagger. And he is punting the ball yeah. really well. Really well. Really We've great come a long way down inside the twenty. Oh. Mm-hmm. He has been very good at that. But we we're talking as we're walking out of the stadium Saturday night. You talk about this Liberty defensive line, and oh, Darrell Johnson, and oh, Kenny Charles has been yeah. so great, and they have been. Trayshawn Clark has kind of become underrated in yeah. a lot of ways. And he's been here <laughs> Which a, is crazy he's been here say. a long time. He's been super successful throughout his career. But I think we've kind of started talking so much about those other guys. Not that he's been playing poorly, but then he has a performance like that. And it's not just a reminder. Oh yeah, don't forget about me over mm-hmm. here. Like yeah. I'm a big part of this defensive line and the success that we're having as well. Let me point on that is I talked to a scout after the game. Yeah. Okay. And who was looking at both Trayshawn Clark and Darrell Johnson. And he said to me, he thinks, he really loves the athleticism of Darrell Johnson. Right. But he said, you know what? Trayshawn Clark might be better uh, wow. from that perspective. So I think that both those guys are both NFL potential. Yeah. Uh, they both can play. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. Don't Darrell Johnson is a really good football player. But don't forget about Tur- uh Trayshawn Clark, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Don't forget about Trayshawn Clark because he can play too. Yeah, it just shows also the depth no on doubt. this um, defensive line and especially in those end positions. Okay, let's talk a little bit about those offensive inconsistencies. Is this just because of the shakeup at the quarterback position, Joe? Is that why we're seeing so many inconsistencies on the offensive side of the ball? Yeah, I mean, I think it's two things. I think one, obviously, the, the if you had to put percentages on it, I'd say you're probably 80% uh, of that is on the quarterback position. You know, I, I think when you, when you are in flux in the quarterback position that you have to establish a really, really solid running game, which Liberty has done. They had a little bit of trouble running the ball against Akron there, but like Matt said, there's still the yards per carry. We're still pretty hard. I all pretty high. I think the, the other part of it is I really felt as if Caleb Sneed was going to have a huge impact in this season. Mm. And I think he's been slowed by injuries and obviously didn't play on Saturday because of injury. So when you start mixing in, uh, I think Javian Lofton had just come back off of injury. So well, been, when, yeah, the last couple yeah, of years he's been, been injured, yeah. But so when you start mixing in like, hey, we're going through, we're on our third and fourth quarterback now along with – having some receivers that are that aren't able to build that continuity and working together with the quarterbacks those two things right there add to some some tough inconsistencies on offense when you look at some of the receivers that made an impact in this game yeah. Lofton Trayon Sibley do you think that that's because not saying that they're necessarily second string guys because there is um quite a bit of depth on the wide receiver position as well but they're getting the most reps with a guy like Jonathan Bennett. Do you think that that's their connection and chemistry? Yeah, I mean, that can't hurt. You, just, you know, any quarterback wants to throw yeah. at someone he's comfortable throwing to, right? I'm sure, you know, every quarterback has a guy or two like that. 
Um, and teams are going to try to take DeMario Douglas out of the picture yeah. as much as possible. Right. So you're going to need those other guys to step up. No Sneed, you need them to step up. Uh, we got to see C.J. Daniels get back yeah. on the field. That That's exciting. Good. He didn't make any plays, but just kind of that first step. Yeah. I think he's going to be really big in the second half of the season for mm -hmm. Liberty. Uh, was that Sibley? Is that his first catch? And he it was touchdown? actually second. He second actually catch? had a touchdown yeah. the year before, but he was okay. from Akron, so that was, yeah. cool. That was, that was yeah. kind of cool. But I just think, and I know Hugh Freeze as well said, the offensive line graded out the worst of any game this year. So, so put that in there yeah. as well. But not many teams go down to their third and fourth quarterbacks and have success. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, we're saying, what's wrong with the offense? Well, everyone would be saying that, right. given this situation. And a lot of them wouldn't be sitting here after a win. You know yeah, what I mean? A lot of them wouldn't be sitting here three and one. So, right. it tells you about what Freeze and Kent Austin are doing coaching them up. Also tells you about the talent that's in this program that you can still win with your third and fourth option. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, in some ways, we should probably, I think we've been spoiled, but we should probably kind of step back and be like, well, yeah, I guess I guess this is what you should expect. There should right. be some struggles. It should be harder than it would right. be if you had, you know, when you had Malik Willis out there for the last two years. Yeah. One thing I want to point out about these quarterbacks is just the their relationship. You can tell that they have grown so much together. And yes, they all want to start. Sure. And, and Coach Free said it in his press conference today. It would be a problem. I would have a problem if they didn't each want to start. Um, but just their support for each other, sure. like through this like roller coaster of a season so early. When um, Salter got the, the starting job against UAB, Jonathan Bennett was standing with a towel and a water bottle when he would when Salter would come off the field, coach him up a little bit, tell him, ask him what he saw from the defense, share his advice on what he saw from the defense, and then he would, you know, get on the phone. Both of them would get on the phone, you know. So there, you can tell that that room has grown so close. This week, Salter's sitting there yeah. waiting for JB to get off the field to do the same exact thing. So the fact that they're able to like not let their egos get in the way, regardless if it's injury yeah. or just getting that starting job, has been really really cool to see that support off the field that you don't necessarily see, um, you know, through yeah. the broadcast. And what do you always hear? Every coach will tell every second, third, fourth string guy, stay ready. Right. You never know. And, and everybody always goes, oh, yeah. yeah, whatever, coach. I'm never getting it. You know, you know yeah. like that. <laughs> You've seen it. Like, yeah. they had to be ready. Nate Hampton, guess what? Stay ready. We might throw you out there in the fourth quarter in the most critical drive of the ball game. Right. Caden Salter, stay ready. You're going to have to bring us back against yeah. Southern Miss in game one. And so I think credit those guys as well for being mentally locked in enough to where they have not been overwhelmed that's, when they've gotten tough. that opportunity and, and, in some tough spots. And then I'm interested to see is the one the health of Caden Salter is moving yeah, forward. Huge. You know what's going on there. But two, if if that does, if Caden is still hurt, uh, I want to see Nate, Nate Hamp throw the football. Yeah. yeah, I mean he was recruited here to throw the football, yep. right? And he's a big six foot five. Uh, he's tall. He can throw it. He was highly recruited out, out of North Carolina, and so to get him in a football game and watch him throw the football. That's like, when you go to practice. And you watch the quarterbacks go through the drills of practice and the team periods of practice. You look at Nate Hampton, and you man, this guy can throw it. It would have been he can play. Yeah, it would have been interesting if instead of leading 14-12 or whatever. Yeah, it was, and, and you trailed 14-12. Like you had to throw it. Would they have gone to Hampton yeah. earlier? Yeah. And and then how much do they let him go out there and throw it around? But I think in that situation it was kind of one of those where even when Bennett was struggling, it was like we're up, 
as long as we don't make that critical mistake, yeah. we can try to ride it out and lean on the defense. But, yeah, I'm with you. If, if Hampton gets another crack, yeah. let the kid throw it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it'd be fun. Nate Hampton has been great on the sidelines, too. So, you know, and, and then you had JB warming up Nate Hampton mm. at that during that well, game. Not, I mean, that, not much. Maybe right, the guys laugh. down there. That's <laughs> very true. Yeah. Very good point. Um, one more thing I want to mention about Day Day Hunter. I asked Coach Freeze in his press conference today, are you surprised with his success this early in the season? He goes, no. And I thought he was just going to leave it at no. Yeah. But then he, like uh, – you know, expanded on his answer about, like, him seeing what all of this in the spring, like, back in the spring, knowing knowing his talent and everything. But he mentioned that Day-Day Hunter got up in the morning. Or in the – he got up this morning. Yeah, he woke up. Well, that's good. Up. Um, he amen. Really taking that amen. Um, no, in, <laughs> yeah. the, in the meeting Glad this morning – Glad I woke up this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so am I, Joe. Um, he, he said in the meeting in front of the offense this morning, like, hey, we should have kept it going when we were up 14 – or, yeah, yeah, up 14 nothing. Yeah. You know, yeah, we need to – he told the team, we need to get jiggy with it. Yeah. Every play, we need to get Joe jiggy with it. Joe has been telling me that for years. So, Coach Freeze. Joe does not have a problem getting jiggy with it. <laughs> get jiggy with it. So, Coach yeah. Freeze is like, can you define that for him? He's like, you know, Coach. You may so, know. Coach is going yeah. like this. You tell Coach Freeze if yeah. he needs you to come in. I can do it. Speak to the team. They have those team meetings. Yeah. Where they do the scholarship reviews right. and all right. that right. all that kind of stuff. Joe I, I can come everybody. in. We can get some yeah. action. We can get jiggy yeah. with it. The Yog Talk. We'll get to that in just a minute. Um, let's look ahead, though. Yeah. Is there anything else that we want to discuss um, about the Akron game? Or can we move forward? What do you game is going to be one quick point you got to give akron's defense credit they got burned for two touchdowns right away and they were bad touchdowns like untouched Mm -hmm. wide open players jb made good throws on them but they really ramped it up you know we didn't play well offensively there in the second half but you got to give a lot of the credit to akron's defense they they stepped it up and played a lot better in the second half yeah I mean, just their team in general. DJ it's going to be exciting. He was, was so competitive. Yeah. And I'll say, yeah. I think we, I said during the game at one point, over the last three years, they have three combined wins. I would put money right now that they'll have three wins before this season. Oh, over. Yep. Like, I oh. think in the MAC, they're going oh, yeah. to win a few games. For sure. Yeah. They're well coached. And they've got some players that that have, you know, high-level talent. I'm I mean, the receivers are good. Yeah, from Power 5 programs. I mean, the yeah. George kid, the, the Shockey, Shock Louis. Um, yeah, they had yeah. The Adams. That's his name, yeah. Adams. Yeah, yeah that. Yeah. He, I that think Shockey was a little um, banged up late because I saw him get worked on by a trainer yeah, late in that game, and we didn't see much of him in the stretch. second. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it will be interesting to see what what Joe Moorhead does with this program. Yeah. I mean, he was just the OC at Oregon. He's been at Mississippi State as a head coach, so you know. And they had what forty percent of roster turnover. He's going to do be. well. He's going to do. Akron will be just fine. Well, hopefully Liberty won't have to see them down the road. <laughs> um, okay, let's look ahead to ODU Commonwealth Showdown. It's a Commonwealth Matt Warner showdown. gave me that. Right. Yeah. Um, couple Print Commonwealth uh, yeah. showdowns yeah. this this uh, year for Liberty. Yep. Importance of Caden Salter being healthy and available for this game. Hugely important. <laughs> Hugely important. And not just because of all the reasons that we already think about, but do you have our, our Doppler, our weather The Doppler report? radar what's the, what's the uh, 83% chance of rain yeah, the because they're thinking in. that that hurricane's rolling in. Yeah. Um, some... Some sources expect three inches of rain. You know, it's a 6 p.m. kick, so I don't wow. know if that's late. I think that the rain is coming later because okay. when you look at the forecast so, for Sunday. What's the barometric pressure? Emily Austin reporting yeah. live. <laughs> yeah. Doppler radar yeah. screen. Yeah. I got some pretty cute rain boots. So if they need me to uh, the game, yeah. I'm, I am here You're for You're galoshes. Yeah. <laughs> but because of that, I think Kane Salter is that much more important because mm-hmm. – when it's coming down like that, if it is a, a steady rain, throwing the football can be a struggle. You want a guy that can create with his legs. And and as we've talked about before, it's just that extra factor of yeah. teams have to prepare for him. And Jonathan Bennett, while he can do a little bit of that, 
not nearly the athlete. And and so defense is just kind of like you don't worry about it. If he wants to run it, okay. Salter, he can take it at the house. Right. And I think with rain and some you know wet conditions, that could be critical. So Liberty needs Caden Salter. That's their guy, right? Yeah. Well, you're looking to you know get a house mortgage. Oh. Well, guess who your guy is? Oh boy. This guy, Joe Yock. Look, he's even got a new Howard because the Flame yeah. Central podcast. Your I don't know if you've right heard. Here, Joe, Joe right this oh, red sorry, light is you. Um, he's still working on <laughs> yeah, that. You know, he, <laughs> he's your mortgage guy, not your yeah. on-air guy. Um, how can they get in touch with you? I'm just. <laughs> how can they get in touch with you, Joe? Because you're a pretty popular guy. I know you send me to voicemail all the time. So how do we get in touch with you? Just do, keep it simple. Yeah. Just Google my name. Go on the Google machine. Google Just you got to go spell it because you, on, I don't I, I, got you. I misspelled I got you. it last week. I know. I know does. how to spell you. I thought it was with a K. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Good, Dumb. solid German name. J-A-U-C-H. Yak. Yak. Joe Yak. Put it on the Google. Fine. Boom. Go to the website. Give me a call. We'll get you all squared Google Joe get- Jausch. Jauch. That's how they say in German. <laughs> is that right? Okay. Jauch. Okay, good. I would know how to type that. Jauch. Yeah. Right? We're very popular over in Germany. <laughs> yeah, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a big deal. It's a big deal yeah. over in Germany. Yeah. Okay, so that's how you get in Go touch. on the I Google don't... machine. Google the name. Take you to the website. Give me a call. We'll get you all squared away. It's almost It's almost what, Matt? Too easy. It's almost too it's easy. Almost too easy. Okay, it's well, we easy. thank you for powering oh, the absolutely. Central podcast. Absolutely. I don't know no what better, we would there's do. There's no better podcast of power. They asked me, do you want to power Joe Rogan's podcast? I said, no. No, of no. why would I want to do <laughs> no. that? I've got the flame One show is enough. All right, let's get yeah, the train back on the tracks. Um, <laughs> Coach Freeze just said in his press conference about this ODU matchup, total 50-50 game. He said that this team actually reminds him of his own team, this Liberty team this year. They're athletic. They're deep. Probably the most complete team. Wait, 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 wait. Say that, say that again. Go back. Who said this? Coach Freeze. Coach He's Freeze the head coach what? of the uh, yeah, Liberty football so team. What? He said what now? <laughs> talking about ODU? Um, that, it, that this team reminds him of Liberty. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. You got okay. me off track yeah, there okay. a little bit. Yeah. Yacht Talk, J-A-U-C-H. So the nation, um, okay. But he said that this ODU team is athletic, deep, probably the most complete team they've seen this season. Remember, yeah. they played Wake Forest. Okay, Do can you I, agree with that? Can I put out my, like, take every coach with a grain of salt? Wa- Warner's, ta- Warner's take of the week. Every Give it to us. Warner's take of the week. Here's what they do. Matt's every minute. coach says, boy, this might, you know what, this might be the best team we face all year long. And then you pick, oh, they have a good, you know, wide receiver. Oh, this is probably the best receiver we've seen all season long. And then after <laughs> the game, it. if it's close, then the coaches say, that might be, you know what, that's the best team we've played in two and a half years. And so the coaches always do this. So you okay. take it all with a grain of salt. But I was just trying to make the podcast better. Hey, no, no, no. I do think <laughs> it's a tough test. I do. Now, they, ha- they have struggled offensively. You know, they haven't. They, their last game, they came back to beat Arkansas State, scored 29. That's the most they've scored this year. Only 20 against Virginia Tech, 21 against East Carolina, 14 against Virginia. They have not run the ball effectively at all this season. In fact, this year, they averaged 2.3 yards per carry. Oof. That's kind of what Akron was coming in, right? Yeah. Which, again, rain. Rain. There you go. That, that's an advantage. The one thing that you have to watch out for with this team, especially their receiver, Ollie Jennings, he is second in the NCAA in receiving yards. All right, other quarterback, Hayden Wolf's 954 passing yards, 559 of those are to Jennings. That's almost 60%. Wow. I did the math because we go, we, yeah. we, we could take the next step here on this show. We always do <laughs> yeah, the best we can. We do good math at so, COVID Morgan. That's right. So <laughs> he's the guy. If you can slow him down, it seems like you're going to have a great chance to slow this offense down. Yeah. Wait, but there is there is a tight end, or there's a tight end on this uh, team, too, that's like 6'9", Coach Free said, so that might be a matchup problem. But that's that's not 
That's not, no, okay. I mean, this, okay. and this kid. That would be yeah. even worse if that was if No, that he's 6'2", kid out of, out of Richmond. But So who's going to match up against this guy? Well, I mean, I don't know that, I mean, you'll see Meganson on him some, yeah. certainly. But, uh, the, yeah, and the, the one thing, too, to, to think about, yeah. you'll have no Rocket Rahimi in the first half. Well, yeah. I, I would hope that they'll have him because they're appealing. Obviously, folks who don't know, he got thrown out for targeting. An awful targeting call. I thought it was. As, as I was bad a target. Yeah. Bad call yeah. to throw him out. Sure, it was a penalty. It was he slid and he shouldn't have hit him. Yeah. But it was not an ejection worthy worthy hit. Yeah, so, that was that but was tough. Hopefully they appeal that and they get him back. But do you want me to cut through the chase on all this? Cut, Please. Get right to it. You want to get right to the, to yeah. the point. Liberty's defense is going to put the smackdown on ODU's offense. Okay. Okay. And the Flames are going to take care of business. It's going to be the best game they play of the season, and they're going to win by 14 points. Wow. Is that your bold prediction? I'll put it down for bold prediction. Just put it down. All right, right, he's closing that. Just put it down. I'll close you out. Um, Now, Kevin Cade and Salter play. Yeah. Yeah. That that could change. I would tell you, because you were making a point about the rain. If Caden Salter plays, that is an absolute game changer just from using his legs because there's nothing harder than tackling an extremely yeah. mobile quarterback yeah. in a driving rainstorm. You get out like, in you got to actually get yeah. – you got to yeah. get – he's going to get out of space. you got to actually get him on the ground, and that is really, really difficult. If he doesn't play, then your your job – Then J.J. Hunter is going to have to get jiggy with it. He might have to get jiggy with it, but, but uh, Jonathan Bennett, Nate Hampton are just not the same – mobile quarterback yeah. that Caden Salter is. All right. Do you want to do a Matt's Minute or how, did, was your coach spiel your Matt's Minute? No, 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 no. We didn't need a Matt's I mean, Minute. I, I don't know. What do, what do you want from me here? Uh, I kind of gave you my ODU thing already. Okay. So All right. I didn't know it. if there was yeah. like a home, a story at home, your dog's tail's looking a little rough. Oh, yeah. I don't know Scout, if you've killed Scout any rattlesnakes I don't know lately. about Scout. Tail injury. Scout's uh, come off a tail injury? Yeah, coming off a tail injury seems to be back to 100%. Game time decision. Back to 100%. Oh, okay. So he's he's, he's, he's healthy. Yeah. He's healthy. I, we think it was, it's rudder tail when dogs swim too much, but his dog doesn't, doesn't swim. swim. So, so I don't know what We're not really is. sure. Um, Joe, yes. what's your, give me some yak talk. Or are, you, are you all? Well, I, I think for yak talk is that Liberty is so in flux at the quarterback position right now that they've got to find a way to figure out what they're going to be until this whole Caden Salter stuff works. Because not only not only is Caden Salter back, you could tell by the language in the press conference that Coach Freeze had that there is still a ton of work to be done with Caden Salter in his mind. So in that team, in the process of figuring all that out, whether it's Caden Salter, whether it's John the Bennett, whether it's Nate Hampton, you got all this stuff like all up in the air, right? Okay, well. While you're figuring that out, who do you want to be? And I think what that really comes down to is, hey, Day Day Hunter is going to be our guy, right? And first, we got to get TJ Green back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I also think is a guy that they really haven't done much with so far this year in this part of the aspect is getting Shedro Lewis involved in the passing game yeah. because he's yeah. such a good receiver out of the backfield. It's easy to get the ball to him. It helps. It's easy throws for, for quarterbacks to be able to get the ball in his hands, and he has a great time making people miss. He's a guy. Yeah. If you get into a down, let's say Caden Salter doesn't play, okay? You get into a downpour in on this Saturday. Well, the next guy I'd want the ball in the hands of, well, Day Day Hunter, obviously, but it's Shedder Lewis yeah. because he's going to be the next guy that's hardest to tackle in space. So it's sort of like while all this influx is going on about the quarterback position, 
well, then what's your core going to be? What do you want your core to be? And that's what they really need to figure out. And I think it comes down to the running the football. Obviously. As far as the injuries, Coach Freeze is hopeful. Yeah. Caden Salter will be available. You know, TJ Green has dressed the last two games. They're just trying to, yeah. you know, bring him back slowly, I think. But you also have, like, Day-Day running the ball so well. Yeah. Shadro yeah. um, running well, too. I thought so. of a minute. Give him a minute. Um, Give and him then, 20 wait, seconds. Real quick, yeah. um, you know, Nasir, he should be a coach is hopeful yeah. on the his end. line, they hope, or is going to be healthy as well. Does not sound like Caleb Sneed will be back no. for a little bit, um, which it's just a loss because he but had his you best have, game you have of CJ. the year against, against Wake Forest. But, yeah, C.J. Yeah, Daniels C. is back. C. Daniels, so, hopefully, so. he can kind of get back to his old ways. My last thing would be don't discount the motivation that Old Dominion has going into this mm. game. Liberty has played them twice yeah. since moving to the FBS. First FBS game for Liberty. They yeah. smacked them 52-10. to 10. Oh, Then last right. season, smacked them 45-17. Liberty I, I has think this put it. it to them yeah. the last two times they played. And Old Dominion beat Virginia Tech, narrowly lost to Virginia. Yeah. This is kind of one of those where, where do people best. stack up? Kind of game, measuring stick, hey. kind of like where in this in the in Virginia when you know recruiting is important and all of that, yeah. you want to be able to kind of hang down on your wall and go into recruits home and say, Oh yeah, took down Virginia Tech, took down Liberty. You want to be able to point to those things, they're gonna be very, very motivated in this game. Absolutely. Yeah, and and from that part of it is also what it does for Liberty, if Liberty can put another smackdown on them, is Liberty looks at it and goes, Listen, we took Wake Forest to the wire down to a two-point play, right? Yeah. Wake Forest in the following week yeah. has to go to double, double overtime, overtime and lose to Clemson, yeah. right? And then if Liberty can come in and beat Old Dominion, who's beat Virginia Tech, and, and Liberty's defense obviously playing the way that they're playing, uh, it does send a great message for Liberty University recruiting, the program, everything involved. And you will be heavily favored in the two games after that, and you have a chance to, as we said, Get to bowl eligibility before you even hit the tough stretch right. in your schedule. Which is like it's a big one. Yeah. This very, is a big one. This is very big. It's a big one. It's a big one. Well, hopefully, if if you guys need us to call the game, we're available, right? We, yeah, we're ready. Boys, I mean, right. we're ready. Um, before we go, your bold prediction. I'm saying Day Day Hunter gets three touchdowns on Saturday. Oh. Yeah. Last week's bold. Last week's you're, bold. You prediction. just said you you already did your bold prediction. I did. That's right. All right. Fourteen. Yeah. My bold prediction is. about fourteen. Shedro Lewis finally pops one. 50 plus yard touchdown run. Oh, nice. I think you had that bold. I mean, I'm going to keep I'm going to keep taking it. What? Keep taking it until he gets it. Did your <laughs> la, did your last week's bold prediction I said uh day to get 200 yards. You said day to get so you were I was but he got 100. I, I got halfway had, there. Mine was related to halfway Sneed, there. Yeah, so that, that didn't, didn't happen. Didn't no. know I thought it was CJ Yarbrough. No, no it was Sneed. That was a couple was weeks ago. Yeah. You guys make up stuff all the time. Okay. One yeah. quick story. It's about, bold. It's a prediction. It's bold prediction. One quick story about my engagement that's Yes. I was out of here without No, no, no. Matthew Warner listen to Oh, yeah, Here's yeah. what I have to say well, to we this. Have a Here's what I have to say yeah. to this. Yes, yes, and yes. Go. <gasps> okay. So we're on the beach in Italy, right? Oh, <laughs> all good stories begin that and, way. And I'm like, you know, there, it's this place where you can like jump off the cliffs. Oh, so we're like sure. jumping off cliffs uh, like, and in the water. It's the Smith Mountain Lake. Then I'm yeah. parched, you know? Oh, I need parched. some water. Yeah. So I asked Jason to go get me a drink. Sure. And he comes what a back. And what we're, a sweetheart. we're just a sitting man. there yeah. on the beach. And he, I, he goes, okay, here you go, babe. Oh, and I turn oh, and I'm like, oh, thinking man. that it's my drink. I'm tearing. <laughs> That's how it went down. Yeah. That's how it went down. He's so okay. Here you go, babe. <laughs> I'm like, anything else there? No, he had a whole like sweet spiel after that. But the jewelers, 
not like how Alcova Mortgage will treat you. Yeah. The jewelers. Wrote down the wrong ring size. So I know, trying to get it over oh, my knuckle, no. that I'm like, small. this is tough. This yeah. is too small. Well, you'd also eat but I need <laughs> amount of pasta. This is a great point, Matt Warren. This is very. Before was, we blame I, it, hold, hold on, time out, time out. Emily, before we blame it on the jewelers, yeah. okay? <laughs> can we get a talk about how much yeah. pasta was eaten during this trip? I Maybe ate a few pounds. So I didn't realize. <laughs> swell. I didn't swelling. realize how many courses they ate over there. So when uh, I showed up to a oh, family yeah. restaurant, no it's menu, good. they go, how hungry are you? I'm like, I'm starving. Yeah. And then they had three plates. Yeah. And, and I'm like, yeah. oh, thank you. That was a perfect amount. He goes, ma'am, yeah. this is like course one. Yeah. You have, yeah. you have Give five it a couple more weeks. courses. Give it so a couple anyways, weeks. You'll be back to your regular. I shoved times. this ring on my finger at the beach. And it, my hand is, my finger is immediately bright red. But I'm like, oh, it'll be fine. It'll yeah. be fine. I knew it. It couldn't be fine. Yeah. Back in Boston, I'm playing catch, jammed my finger. Had to get my rings. Um, my finger got jammed and, and swollen. With up. the ring on? No, this, no, this is was this was back in the day. Oh, this yes. back so in the they day. had I to cut. They, I had to go to the um, like mini walk in ER and and cut my rings off. So I'm having flashbacks of oh, this. My. So I'm sitting with an ice, a cup of ice water on my head for an hour, trying to get my my finger to like go down because I'm we're about to have to go to the ER to get my ring cut off. This ring. Well, that have not been a fantastic. <laughs> Jason's over there. I'm crying. What? I gotta get this ring off. I'm I'm squirting all this like dishwasher detergent all over. You got it. panicky. You can't get panicky. <laughs> Don't panic. Why. So Please. I eventually get it off and I couldn't. And it it was. Did a you half really of, get crying? Oh, I was I was a basket case, and Jason was starting to change his mind. About yeah, I was just saying. Maybe we did. Maybe go ahead, let's yeah, go ahead, right, get that yeah, ring off. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. go ahead yeah, and really get that, get that ring off. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to get it. It was a half a size wrong. I'm four and three fourths, not four and a fourth. No, just get off. But the it's pasta. okay. And <laughs> get off the pasta. It all worked out. And now out. it's sliding yeah. off and going crazy. Yeah. 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 That's that's my quick but yeah. not so quick story. It was a great time. Um, even more happy to be back here in Lynchburg to be covering the Flame Central podcast powered by Alcova. Really yeah, that seemed yes, genuine. Italy, so Italy yeah. Flame Central podcast. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening <laughs> or awesome. watching. Can't wait to catch you right back here next week for Matt and Joe. I'm Emily. We'll see you then.